And now for something completely different. This past week, I accompanied the near-legendary James Lee Stanley to Teaneck, New Jersey, where he did a radio interview slash live in-studio concert on WFDU with the host of the Traditions Radio Show, Ron Alesco. I had intended to interview James for a future episode of the Tales of the Road Warriors podcast, but due to technical difficulties, I couldn't complete that mission. However, on the way back home from the radio station, James and I talked about a lot of things, and during the course of the conversation, among other things, we, st- we swapped stories about our past gigs, which led me to telling him about something that happened to me, and it happens to be one of my favorite Tales of the Road Warriors! Hi, Hal Cohen here, and welcome to my podcast, Tales of the Road Warriors. Don't forget to get on the mailing list. There is no charge to subscribe, but if you want to help support the show, please use the tip jar on the webpage at talesoftheroadwarriors.com slash tip jar. Before I forget, this weekend, Thrive Fest is taking place all over Ambler, Pennsylvania uh, on Friday and Saturday, April 19th and 20th. On Friday night, I'll be performing and hosting several great singer-songwriters at Thrive Fest in support of renewable energy, electric vehicles, and featuring live music and eco-workshops at venues throughout Ambler, Pennsylvania. You'll find me Friday, uh, April 19th at 7 p.m. at the Tannery Run Brew Works. It's 131 East Butler Avenue in Ambler, Pennsylvania. I'll be kicking off the festivities at 7 p.m. and performing some of my originals that I haven't played publicly in years. And then I'll be followed by performances from Ralph Pagano, Michael G. Ronstadt, Rick Denzine, and Tubi Frank. For more information and tickets, go to the website and uh, it'll be on the show notes page at talesoftheroadwarriors.com slash Johnny Cool Rock. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y dash K-O-O-L-R-O-C-K. All right. Before I begin, let me make it clear that there was another Johnny Cool Rock, but he spelled his name differently. He spelled it J-O-H-N-N-I-E and Cool Rock with a C. He was an English rocker who had a hit in England in 1979. It was called Good Girls, and it's actually pretty catchy. You can find a link on the Johnny Cool Rock show notes page. Uh, But this story is not about that guy. This is a story about me. And I spelled it J-O-H-N-N-Y and Cool Rock with a K. Because at the time, I smoked cool cigarettes. Which is not something to brag about. And I quit smoking years ago. Like I always say, musicians and entertainers don't always have job security. One gig ends and there isn't always another one waiting for you to pick up the slack. So during one such stretch of not having any music gigs or any other source of employment that I was cut out for, I was desperate to do pretty much anything. So I got a job with the gas company. Only it wasn't really the gas company. The real gas company in L.A. is called SoCal Gas. The company I worked for sold home insulation. They simply called themselves the gas company. And people rarely questioned their credentials. They just assumed it was the SoCal gas people calling to tell them that they could save money by installing insulation. It's true that, after all, a lot of homes in California are not insulated. 
because most people equate insulation with holding the heat in on a cold winter's day. They didn't consider that insulation would also help keep their air conditioning bills way down, which is true. In retrospect, they actually did deliver and install the installation, which of course they were overpaid for, but it still seems pretty scammy. I'm sure there were legitimate contractors who did the job for a lot less. Now in the LA area, there really wasn't a huge demand for insulation, but Richard, the guy who hired me, decided to drive me and Mark, his other salesman, out to a town called Blythe. It's a California town that sits on the border of Arizona. And this was the edge of cowboy country. And it just so, it just so happened that the rodeo was in town. So Richard gets us a motel room, and he sets us up with uh, telephones and phone books. And our job was to call the good people of Blythe, California, and make appointments to go to their homes, measure the square footage, give them an estimate on the installation, and install it and close the deal. I forget how long we were there. Five days, I think. We arrived, I think, on a Monday, and we got settled in and worked Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then left Friday morning to return to L.A. The whole time we were there, everyone was talking about the rodeo. We arrived the week of the rodeo, which would begin that weekend, so everyone was excited. Where I came from, the circus was the big thing. Ringling Brothers, Barnum, and Bailey Circus was huge back then throughout the United States. But here, the annual rodeo was a pretty big deal, too. The entire town seemed like it was only five blocks long, but I just looked it up on Wikipedia. It's actually a lot bigger than I remember it. There are 4,103 households. I also read that dove hunting starts on September 1st, and it's very popular there. Really, hunting doves, who does that? Anyway, here's how I remember it. The only place for miles where we were staying where you could get a drink was the bar in the local bowling alley. I guess, bowling, I guess bowling was the other favorite pastime next to killing doves. So on Thursday night, the last night of our epic stay in the desert at Hotel California, we decided to hit the bar in the bowling alley. As we entered, we saw a big hand-lettered sign. Open mic night, $25 grand prize, which is actually pretty generous because most open mics don't offer anything for performing. Some even charge you to participate. And Richard says to me, Hal, you play, right? Why don't you sign up? Now, Richard had never even heard me play before, so I thought it would be kind of fun to impress him, but through the doors, I could see the room full of very redneck-looking cowboys and lots of pitchers of beer, and I thought to myself, hmm... I don't know if a long-haired Jewish guy named Hal Cohen was going to get the kind of attention I was hoping for. I did have a hankering to get up there and play, though. It had been too long since I had any kind of gig at all. I was about 27 years old at the time with a lot of energy. So on a whim, I came up with the name Johnny Cool Rock. Because I just thought the name Johnny was a good first name for a rocker. And Cool Rock, because I smoked cools and was planning to rock some socks off. I noticed the name above mine on the sign-in sheet was a girl, Laura something. I didn't think much of it at the time. The house band sounded pretty good. They were pretty talented. I guess anywhere within a few hundred miles of Los Angeles, you'll still find some pretty great musicians. Most of the open micers weren't very good, though. It was mostly locals and some of the cowboys and cowgirls that were in Blythe that week for the rodeo. When it was Laura's turn... 
the girl that went on before me, the crowd went apeshit. I reckoned that she was the town sweetheart, probably won the talent show every week. She was a young, attractive girl with a great voice. And uh, by L.A. standards, she would have scored a 7. But in Blythe, she was an 11. She was a 7-11. I needed to be a 12. Finally, it was my turn. The lead singer of the house band gave me a pretty generous introduction. I sensed he was sick of watching Laura win the open mic talent contest every week. And he was secretly hoping I was good. For whatever reason, I was overcome by a sense of calm and confidence that to this day I have no idea where it came from. I only knew one thing. I was going to take that prize. I asked the guitar player if I could use his guitar, and he said sure, and he handed me a really nice Stratocaster. And I thought for a moment, and then I asked, uh, do, you guys, do you guys know Stand By Me? I had just seen Mink DeVille do it at the Whiskey on Sunset Strip, so I channeled his performance. The crowd fell silent, and when it was over, they erupted and shouted for an encore. I think we were only supposed to do one song each because the place was so packed, but the band asked if I wanted to do another one. I'm like, you sure? They said, like, yeah, do another one. I said, you know Johnny B. Good? <laughs> so, yep, so we did Johnny B. Good, and I tore it up. I thought for sure I'd forget the words or fuck up the lead guitar solo, but I nailed it. And then I pointed to the other guitar player and he took a lead. And then the keyboard player and then the bass player took a lead and then, then a drum solo. And the band was on fire and they were having so much fun before the last verse, the crowd was on their feet. Too bad I couldn't have taken this band back to L.A. with me or legally changed my name to Johnny Cool Rock and just stayed in Blythe. Um, no way that was going to happen. But I did rock that joint, just like I planned. As I left the stage and walked back to my table, it was like a scene in an old black and white B-movie with the chant. People were like screaming, Johnny! Johnny! Yo! Johnny! And they pat me on the back, and you're the greatest, and pat me on the back, and I, you know, I was like, whoa. It was great. And all I could think of really was, God, I am such a fraud. Anyway, I won the 25 bucks, I bought a few pitchers of beer with the winnings, and I told the bartender to give a mug to whoever wants one. Richard put in some of his own money, and the whole bowling alley thought we were like the conquering heroes. I cherish that memory. So that's it. The legend of Johnny Cool Rock. That was his very first and last appearance, and it happened in Blythe, California. So I hope you enjoyed that story. Next week, we'll be talking to Tzach Geffen, He's half of a two-man team that has a podcast in Israel called TBI, talking about Israel and stuff. So uh, we'll find out a little bit more about Sach next week. He owns his own studio, and he's a musician himself. And uh, their podcast, by the way, is in English. So I'm going to give a little shout-out to TBI, and hopefully they'll give a little shout-out to Tales of the Road Warriors. And don't forget, tomorrow night at the Tannery Run Brew Works at 131 East Butler Avenue in Ambler, PA, I'll be hosting the Thrive Fest, and uh, uh, I'll be playing some of my original songs at 7 p.m., and there will be a few other singer-songwriters, including Ralph Pagano, Michael G. Ronstadt, Rick Denzine, and Tubi Frank. Okay, I'm going for a drive. Yeah.